We're live. Old Men at Sweats, Barry D and my buddy here, Tommy T. And Tommy, uh, today I woke up and, you know, as you can see, I got the big ice pack on my head. This, this headband really works well to hold it on your head. I don't know what happened to me. I woke up and I had a little sore throat. And then before you know it, I'm in the bathroom. And everything's coming out of me, like a, like I'm a like a, like, a, like I'm a sieve, like I'm a sieve, and all of a sudden I'm dehydrated and I'm just flush. I was I, I walked out and and Kim thought I was dead, and I go I'm flush, I'm flush, and I and I and I don't mean like World Series of Poker flush. I mean like like sick flush, and and I didn't know if I was gonna make it, but I said. No matter what, when you're old in our generation, we we go through with things. No matter what, the show must go on. And 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 so, but now I'm going to need no your calling help. Calling out, you're not calling out of work. You're showing up. You're doing your thing. I appreciate yeah. it, buddy. And if I get other people sick, that's what happens in our generation. We didn't care about that. It was about us getting to work. So I'm I'm a little under the weather. I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to throw to you now to do the particulars, please. While I I have I have Absolutely. some tea. All right, buddy. So welcome to Old Men in Sweats. This is our program. This program is brought to you by our Cajun brothers at Boot Crew Media and Hornitos Tequila. Here's to the shot takers. The, one, the ones who, like us, believe nothing great ever happens if you don't take a chance because that's a shot worth taking. Hornitos Tequila. Hornitos and Boot Crew Media are the proud sponsors of Old Men in Sweats. And we're happy to be here, buddy. Take a well, shot. I'm happy. Uh, do you have a shot? I got a shot here. I put my shot in my thermos, but but you got yours in your little uh, coffee there, right? Your yeah, tea, I right? snuck it. I snuck it in. Kim gave me the tea with lemon and honey, and then she turned around oh, and I went in the nice. freezer and I got my hornitos and I put the little a little shot in here. You got, of course, you do. You put the hornitos in even when you're not under the weather. Yeah, whichever. Yeah, it yeah. worked. It works both ways for me. Anytime, anytime. Well, I'm glad you're here. I see you got the ice pack under your 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 old man headband. So you know, yeah. And, and you got the, you got everything on. You got the clock going and everything. I got the clock right, going. Let's get right into it. Let's start up with you know we're a Vegas based show, Las Vegas based show, and we're gonna start right into our Raiders wrap up. Right, the Raiders, the Raiders started out two and zero this year. This is interesting. They started out two and zero last year. And then they didn't have a very good season. They ended up at eight and eight. But around here, if you listen to local radio and everything, they act like eight and eight was the equivalent of being two and fourteen last year. They act like it was a disaster <laughs> year. It was eight and eight. It wasn't that bad of a year. It, so it's they like started out two and zero again. And here's the thing: the Raiders <laughs> haven't started out two and zero in consecutive seasons since 1984. 82, 83, 84. They were two and zero, and they were they were in LA those last two years, right? So, so now they're 2-0, and the best thing is they beat the Ravens at home opening game, and then they went to Pittsburgh, and they beat the Steelers without Josh Jacobs, right? I mean, without Richie Incognito, their guard, they, they lost Denzel Good. They lost their, 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 their two starting guards haven't played. They're, not, they're playing without their star tailback, running back, Josh Jacobs, and they're just basically – they're winning. They're beating good teams. They beat the Steelers and the Ravens. Who's going to predict that they're going to beat the Steelers and Ravens back-to-back -back games to start the season, right? I, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. You know, they had that home opener in Vegas, and they pulled that out by the skin of their teeth, and then they got to travel all the way over to, you know, Pittsburgh. And and Pittsburgh's not a you know pushover. Big Ben's a little iffy right now. I don't know where he stands like health wise and stuff. He didn't look fantastic. Big Ben, he's always iffy. You know the, the thing with Big Ben and these old quarterbacks like last year with Drew Brees. You know not everybody's Tom Brady. Not every just because Brady's mm -hmm. still good at forty four. What he's forty five now. Not all the old guys are good. It doesn't it doesn't automatically mean that every that now that old quarterbacks are suddenly playing you know, at top levels and later in their career. Big Ben, he's playing like a 38 or 39-year-old. I mean, get out of here with this guy. 
you, you know, he he you know he used to move pretty well for a big guy. Like he could really move around in the pocket. He created more time to get the ball downfield. When he tries to do that now, he gets hammered. And, and yeah, yeah, he's, you know the Steelers he's not last as, yeah. year. You remember, buddy? The Steelers started out last year eleven and zero. And I went on our show. I went on every show here in Vegas, and I, I said that. they're the worst eleven and zero team in the history of the NFL. There's been a lot of teams that have gone eleven and zero. Of course, the Dolphins in 1972 are the only team. Well, the Dolphins and the Patriots are the mm-hmm. only teams that completed the regular season undefeated. But there's a lot of teams that have started eleven and zero over the years, and I contended that the Steelers were the worst eleven and zero team that I'd ever seen. They couldn't run the ball. Big Ben's thirty nine million years old, and their receivers <laughs> drop passes. Well, Deontay their, de- Johnson, their defense kept them in all the games. Yeah, but then, but their defense, their defense is injured all the time. Also, yeah, but- right. So here's the thing: since they were eleven and zero, they finished last year one and five. Right, mm-hmm. they finished twelve and four in a regular season. They lost their playoff game where they were losing twenty-eight to nothing to Cleveland. They were basically blown out by Cleveland at a home playoff game. Okay, so they're, they're one and five. Now they're one and one. So they're they're two and six since they were eleven and zero. So my prediction last year, or my claim that they were the worst eleven and zero team, is still holding up. That Steelers team is not. They're not the Steelers that we keep thinking. Great defense, great running game. They're the worst running team in football. The worst rushing team in football. Well, the, the, you know, the, the thing is, though, but let's talk about bad rushing, you know, terrible rushing. I mean, the Raiders, they don't have Jacobs in there. But, you know, you know, Drake's whatever. I don't know what they're going to do. Like I t- said to you last week, they better go get someone from the Ravens. When are the Ravens going to drop one of those guys? Or are they just going to keep them on the yeah, practice squad? They, they can't, buddy, because – their guys keep dropping. They picked up Latavius Murray. They, I think they still have Le'Veon Bell on the practice squad. They don't have any running back. So they're not going to get a running back from the Ravens. I mean, but the thing with running back is, the, well, the Raiders did pick up Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber was, he was with, I think, Tampa Bay. or He was cut yeah. recently. Someone cut him. Is he related to, to the Barbers? No, Washington football team. He was cut by the Washington football team. Right. Is he related to the the barbers, the cornerbacks? What barber is that? The, the tiki, isn't there a tiki? But you remember tiki barber, right? Oh, and Rondé? no, no, he's not related oh. to those two guys. Yeah, oh, they're the right. twins. No, oh, okay. I don't think you know, he's not related to those two guys. But but they have they had they had uh, you know they had Peyton Barber and now they got Ken Kenyon Drake. So they're going to go with that combination. But also their offensive line is injured. The Raiders are winning because Derek Carr is making the big passes, the big plays. Yeah. He's really – I mean, that touchdown pass to Henry Ruggs. Oh, my the gosh. Cut the lead. That was a that was an incredible – it was third and 10 from the, what, the 41 or the 39-yard yeah. line. It was a 61-yard touchdown pass. That was a perfect pass. I mean, come and on. guys keep stepping up. Like, guys keep stepping up. Like, Ruggs stepped up that game. Like, you know, you got Waller and yeah. you got little Renfro, and then all of a sudden Ruggs, like, he smoked them. That guy's fast well, as lightning, man. He's their big draft pick. The problem with the Raiders is they have they've swung and missed on these draft choices because they traded Khalil Mack when when Gruden and Mayock yep. first got there. They traded Khalil Mack and they got a huge draft package. We talk about this every week. They swung and missed. They drafted Cleveland Farrell from Clemson, number three pick in the draft a few years ago. He was um he was a healthy inactive in game one. And he played last week, but no one ever calls his number. No one ever calls his name. He doesn't make any plays. They've drafted the cornerbacks. They drafted Trayvon Mullen, who got an interception last week. Yep. They drafted Damon Arnett from Ohio State. But no, none of those guys have really stepped up until recently. The defense is playing much better. But Henry Ruggs, I mean, he's supposed to do that. That's why they grabbed – they picked him ahead of – CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, they yeah. picked him ahead of all those guys. He's supposed to do that, right? And, and, but I think you hit I think you hit right on it with, with Carr. It's Carr right now, but we've seen this story before where Carr's hot, and then all of a sudden it falls apart. Like, oh. so I'm I'm a little hesitant. I think it's great. They're two and oh, they beat two great teams. Well, you're like everyone else, which is which is not you're not like way out, you're not far off, but no. most people you're a little far off with the, the ice pack and the oh, headband. You're having a, you're struggling there. Oh my God! But but you're not far off with your assessment of Carr and your prediction that this two and zero could go by the wayside. Well, let's look at this week. The Raiders are playing the Dolphins. They got the Dolphins coming into town. Of course, Tua Tua is injured, which again 
two years ago when we did the draft show, I said, don't pick Tua. And the reason I said don't pick Tua is because every time he was tackled at Alabama, he got injured. He's the most non-durable. He's the most injury-prone guy. Why would you pick him? Why did you pick him? He had a bad hip. The guy's young. The only people I know, I just know a guy that I went to high school with got hip surgery, and that's because he was playing volleyball, like competitive volleyball at 50 years old, and he played soccer with me. I mean, this guy's like like 18, 19, 20. He's got a bad hip, and they drafted him. I knew it was going to be a mistake. I still say it's going to be a mistake, and the Raiders are going to roll them this week. Well, here's the thing. Going back to your thing where you said car plays great, and then you said, you said, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now, they got the Dolphins coming in. The Dolphins are a wounded animal, right? Mm -hmm. So you think, you know, you think that they're, they're a, a mammal, a wounded mammal, a, a wounded mammal. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You, you figure the Raiders should pounce. You know, they got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. And I'll tell you, I don't, Jacoby Brissett's not a bad quarterback. I mean, when he was quarterback in Indianapolis Colts, he wasn't bad at all. So I don't, I don't look at this as an easy game for the Raiders at all. I think the Dolphins will come in and they'll play an excellent game. The Dolphins are well coached. They got Brian Flores. They don't have Tua. I think that's a break for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the Colts. When Carson Wentz gets injured, it's better for the Colts. These, you, guys, you, these guys aren't any good. Do you think the Raiders might overlook them? You know, coming off two big wins like that, going home because because last year, last year the Dolphins was their worst loss of the season, so they're not going to overlook All them. Right. There's no way that okay. they, they they blew that game. They blew. They were up. With, they were up in that game with like three, but like twenty seven seconds yeah, to go or something, and they blew that game. So they're not right, going to so they're not going to overlook them. No. All right, so let's let's switch gears. Let's go Thursday night football because the game's like uh, forty five minutes away. It's a big epic matchup with the Carolina Panthers against the Houston Texans. <laughs> That's great. Well, first of all, first of all, Carolina Panthers are off to a 2-0 start. They beat they 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 just knocked the socks off of there's an old man in sweat saying, "Knock the socks yeah, I like off that. the New Orleans Saints." It was great that that game, you know, Jameis Winston threw five touchdown passes in the opening game of the year, right? When the Saints, mm -hmm. who did the Saints crush the opening game of the year? They crushed someone. Who did they Green kill? Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, they, they killed Green Bay. Okay, so last week, Jameis Winston <laughs> threw a couple of the worst interceptions. I mean, he's like Carson Wentz. He, he throws an interception, and you're like going, what? what? No, no, no. What are you doing? He, he's so bad. He's so bad. He is who we thought he was. He is I'm going to take a Denny Green, but it's a little uh, 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 alteration of Denny Green. But he is who we thought he was. Yeah. I mean, he looked he looked just like how he played on Tampa last week. He looked yeah, just great. like that. I mean, he's you know he's got a he's got a major league arm. He's obviously yeah. talented guy. You know, he's big. He's talented. <laughs> I but he, he's the most inconsistent because you can't have. Two games like that back to back. You can't throw five touchdown passes and blow out Green Bay, and then come back and go twelve out of twenty-two or twelve out of twenty-three, or and throw and, and just. I don't know of anyone. I don't know any top-flight quarterback that can do that. So, right? are you telling our, our our are you telling our Cajun brothers that their team's in trouble? Well, I'm not telling them anything that they don't know. Our Cajun brothers know football. They know their sports. Believe me, they know. You know. I, I, they would prefer – they're pulling – I mean, listen, they're pulling for Jameis Winston. I'm not hoping anything bad on Jameis Winston. I'm pulling for Jameis Winston. He's had his own personal problems. He's definitely making a comeback. Being in Sean Payton's system only can help him. So, you know, we're not looking for him to play bad. But the reason yeah. I went to that is because Carolina Carolina dominated them last game, and they're coached by Matt Rule. And Matt mm -hmm. Rule was in high demand a couple of years ago when, when teams were looking for coaches. And just like, like the Giants – the New York Giants had an interview scheduled with Matt Rule, but then Joe Judge came into town and interviewed with them, and the Giants were so impressed that they canceled the Matt Rule interview. So now they're gonna they're gonna really regret this because Matt Rule can coach. You know, I know he coached in Temple, he coached in Houston, I think, or Baylor. Baylor, I think he went to Baylor. Matt Rule can coach, so he now he's got that Carolina team who they got talent on defense. They get after the quarterback. And they got this guy, Sam Darnold, who's a reject. So they're off to a 2-0 start. So and then they played the Texans. And, of course, the Texans have Tyrod Taylor, who got off to a good start. But he's like everyone else. He gets injured all the time. Last year, he was the starter in San Diego. And the doctor gave him a painkiller shot and punctured his lung. 
I call those that? guys, all those quarterbacks, I call them peanut brittle. They're peanut brittle. I call yeah. them peanut brittle. They just crack. It's like crazy. And But I want to say something about Darnold because I'm happy for Sam Darnold. He's actually can breathe again. It's like he's exhaled. And it's like he got away from the Jets, the quarterback killers, and he's like having a renew, like a rebirth of life. It's like they dumped him in the water and, and then dumped him and brought him back out. And he's like, he's like probably so happy. I mean, I'm happy for this guy because I think he's got talent. He just never he's, got to use maybe, it. Maybe, but Barry, I mean, look at Maybe you're right. You know, he might have talent. Or he might be a bum. His first pass in the NFL, he threw a pick six across the field. That wasn't the Jets' fault. The Jets drafted him, right, number two or number three or whatever it was. Whatever they drafted yeah. number three after the Giants picked yeah. Saquon. Yeah. His first pass in the NFL, he rolls right, he throws it left, and the guy picks it off and takes it all the way. I mean, that's the start of his career. Like, yeah, I mean, he was in a bad situation in New York with the Jets, but that still was his first pass. The Jets didn't yeah, tell him. Yeah. They didn't tell him, hey, look, man, roll right and throw left, throw across the field late. So what do you think of the, the Panthers? I mean, McCaffrey's fantastic, you know, I mean, but well, otherwise. The Panthers, I think the Panthers could be really good. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's still too early. You know, all these games, we don't really know who's, you know, these surprise teams like the Raiders, the Panthers, the 2-0 teams. The Arizona yeah. Cardinals, you know, they all look they all look really good. They look like they could be contenders for the entire season. I don't I mean, they should have no problem with Houston. Houston's playing Davis Mills. Well, I was yeah, I mean, I was like this is it's crazy like when I when I heard that. I said Davis Mills and I looked him up and he went to Stanford and and yeah. somewhere and somewhere else. And then I said Davis Davis Mills sounds like one of those off-brand clothing companies. Like it's not Dolce <laughs> and Gabbana, it's not Gucci, it's <laughs> Davis Mills. And it's like one of those companies like you know they're all those clothing companies now. And it's like one of those like remember men's um men's clothing, men's clothes here, what was it called? Men's suits. Remember that one? We worked for one of them and they would make yeah. the suits and men's the men's warehouse, warehouse the men's, men's warehouse. warehouse. Yeah. 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 And remember that guy, he would say, you're, you're going to love the way you look. And and this David Mills thing, right when I heard it, I said, it's an off-brand clothing company and the taglines, you're going to hate the way you look with us. I mean, I just was laughing. It's like Davis Mills. So, well, you know, I mean, because the, the obviously the reason Davis Mills is playing is because the, you know, the elephant in the room is the Sean Watson is actually <laughs> on the roster. He's on the 53-man roster, but they can't play him. <laughs> And they can't play him for like a multitude of reasons now. For the one is the obvious, he's got 22 or 23 civil charges of assault or whatever it is. And he's got a couple and whatever. And he's got all that. And he's, he's not suspended. He's not on the, the commissioner's exempt list. He's, and so then he's also got the thing where he refuses to play for them. He doesn't want to play. He wants to get traded. It's all ridiculous. It's is he so getting paid? He's, he's not getting there. paid. Is he getting paid? He's not Garrett. Is he getting paid? Of course, he's getting paid. Was he? I'm not, I don't know if it's guarantee like like salary kind of thing. Well, like, he's like getting his game check. He showed getting up. His game check. Yeah, he's he showed up in for camp. He's been getting paid. He's never missed a paycheck. The guy hasn't missed a check yet this year because <sighs> because his his cases, his civil cases, you know, were you know everyone knows about Deshaun Watson, but those cases haven't gone through the court system yet the police haven't indicted him or you know i don't even know what's going on he's no like one knows what's going on he's, he's like bobby bonilla he's like bobby bonilla he just keeps getting checks yeah. like bobby bonilla like, like bobby, bobby bonilla, bonilla. <laughs> bobby bonilla. <laughs> all right so that game let's get let's i i'm i, I mean obviously i'm not gonna yeah, this is this isn't one of my sweat. bets sunday sweat this, yeah let's go to sunday sweat and the sunday sweat i definitely want to talk about the rams and bucks Oh, that's going to be a great one. Yeah, and maybe Chiefs, Chargers, or anything else you got on the thing, but but wherever you want to start. But I mean, God, the Rams Bucks game is is fantastic. Well, the Rams the Rams went into the Indianapolis and they beat the Colts. I picked the Rams last week, right? Because I'm not I I don't I don't think Carson Wentz is a, a great quarterback. So I picked you know, and and I I also don't think that Matt Stafford is a great quarterback either. He played well in the Rams first game. I think Stafford's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think Stafford is the kind of guy that's going to pull out a lot of games for you. You don't think he's top tier? You don't think he's a top tier no, guy? I, I think he's I think he's on borderline top wow. tier. And my, listen, buddy, my top tier is only like three or four guys. I don't have my top tier Bra- is Brady, Rogers, uh-huh. Brady, Rogers, Brady, Rogers, Rogers. Um, obviously, uh, 
Mahomes, Lamar, that's Russell it. Wilson, Russell Wilson, those five There's guys. Five. That's five. That's five. Yeah. yeah, that's five. I don't I don't put Dak Prescott in there yet. I don't put Kyler Murray in there or Stafford. yet. But they're okay. close. Those guys are those guys are all very good. They're all close, right? But here's the thing. You know, everyone, I watch all of the shows. I watch everything. That's yep. part of what we do, right? Everyone keeps talking about how Carson Wentz He's reckless and he's injury prone, but that isn't it. That's not the problem with Carson Wentz. Reckless. The problem with Carson Wentz is he's not very good. No, yeah, just, what is? They mean reckless. He's reckless. He's reckless. They say they say he got he got injured this time because he plays reckless. That's not why he got injured. He got injured because he's got no sense of the pocket. He's got no sense of the pass rush. He doesn't know how to get rid of the ball. He doesn't have any kind of great quarterback instincts. I saw that play that he got, uh, the replay of that play he got hurt on. He had the ball forever. He had well, the yeah, ball forever. He, he spun around. He went over here, and then he got he got the, and he, he threw it backwards over his head. And then he also threw an interception. They got down inside the five-yard line, and they called a shovel pass. And this guy threw a shovel pass that could have been intercepted by all three defensive linemen on the Rams. One of them just picked it up, and one of them intercepted it. He's terrible. And so, it, it, so wait, wait, also, we don't want to. I want to say one thing about that play too. Who calls that play? Down at the goal line. There's so many bounces it could go. And that's such a stupid play no, down at the goal I, line. I, I think, buddy, I think the shovel pass isn't a terrible play at the goal line because a lot of times the ball hits the ground and everyone thinks it's a fumble, but it's, it's actually true. a pass. It's actually I, I don't pass. think that play well, – you're right, though. You don't want to throw the ball yeah. in the middle of the line and down on the goal line. That's what Seattle did to blow the Super Bowl years ago, 2014 yeah. or 15. They threw that pass over the over – the, defensive tackles head and it got picked off by Malcolm Butler. That's yep. not where you want to throw a pass and in, inside no. the five. You no. want to, you want to throw the swing pass to the running back. Like the green Bay Packers did on Monday night football, to Aaron yes. Jones, right? Yep. That's the pass you want to throw. It, it was, a, it was a bad call, but it was a worse execution by Wentz. So the Rams go in there and they win. The Rams are two and oh, I don't really know if the Rams the Rams are playing Tampa Bay. I don't. The Rams aren't going to beat Tampa Bay. I don't no, think no, I don't think they're going to beat them. They've given Brady trouble. Like last year, they gave him trouble. You know, they got in that defense. So they you they know, beat him last they, year. They, they beat Brady, right? They beat him last year. And they beat him last year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He had a hard I, game, Brady. You know, uh, Arnold uh, Darnold was all over him. What do you mean? Who? I mean, um, what's his name? I just had a brain freeze. The defensive lineman. I, I yeah, was thinking of I, Sam Darnold. I was thinking of Sam Darnold again. I have him on my mind. No, now, now you got me brain freezing on him. Yeah, they, see? They, they got Jalen Randall, they, they got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. That's what yeah, I did. I was on yeah, this. I, I yeah. was still thinking of Sam Darnold. I gotta well, take some with the Rams. So here's the problem with the Rams. They lost their running back, Cam Akers, in the preseason, yep. a torn ACL or whatever, Achilles yep. tendon. And then they got this guy, Daryl Henderson, they picked out of I he was the rookie last year. Yep. He's injured. He so got it. They picked up um they picked up a running back. Oh, they traded for Sony Michelle from New England, right? So Sony Michelle oh, was they a got him. from New England. In I fact, like him. Sony Michelle played against the Rams in the Super Bowl a few years ago. I like him. So they got him. But the Rams are down to their third string running back, basically. So they, you know, Ooh, like they yeah. have their injuries. And their coach got sick. McVay well, got, he got sick. Did he? he was sick. He couldn't even make practice on Wednesday. I didn't know that. Oh, he, he's got so something looking, wrong. He's like, he's I'm, got what I got probably. I'm picking, I'm picking Tampa Bay, buddy. Now that you mentioned, I'm picking, I got to pick Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. All right. So we'll, we'll get that in the bet section. So you like them. I yeah. think that game it's, I think the missing link will be the Rams running game. I think the Bucks are going to, are going to, beat them through the running game. The Chiefs-Chargers is an interesting game. The Chargers is a weird team. They're such a weird team. Sometimes they're so explosive, and other times they look terrible. Uh, they they no, look terrible not, against they're Dallas. Not they're, they're not explosive. They have a very good quarterback. I watched that game last week. Justin Herbert is an excellent young quarterback. He can really throw a pass. Yeah. They had a lot of penalties. They called back a couple touchdowns, and then he threw a couple of bad interceptions. Well, one of them wasn't a bad interception. One of them against the Cowboys that he threw a good pass, but the Cowboy guy made an incredible interception. Yeah. But I, I, but they're not explosive. They played two games against the Washington and in the Cowboys and they scored 20 points and 17. points. How so can they're that not be explosive? I, I thought their offense was set up to be a little explosive. Well, I mean, this I thing's like, right. like a sparkler. They, I mean, they like haven't, that. but they haven't really been explosive yet. 
but now's the chance. They're playing Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're playing Kansas City. Chiefs, so, yeah. so Kansas City doesn't have a great defense. No. No, and that's why I'm thinking that game, that could be a closer game than people think. They may explode this game. It's possible. Yeah, because, because here's the thing. Uh, it's a division game, and those division games are always closer than you think they're going to be. You yep. know, the other division game is uh, the Philadelphia is going into Dallas on Monday Night Football. Monday night. That's going to be a close game Up down game. to the wire, Up right? Yep. Chargers is going to be a close game. Some of those, some of those division games, they're going to be tough, right? No, yeah. they're going to be really tough. They're going to be really tough. I'm just looking forward to, and then Sunday, you know, I've got my Vikings, and 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 they're playing the Seahawks. And I wish the NFL would stop scheduling the Vikings with the Seahawks because I go through flashbacks and nightmares, you know, Blair Walsh and other things. And last week, you know, the Vikings again find ways to make. You, you you die early, like they just take years off my life, Buddy, and may, and maybe they cause part of my sickness. Of this week. Can I just say that you, you I know, I you know I know we're old guys and our teams are our teams forever, but you got to get another team. I mean, come on. No, as as Randy Moss would say, come on, cash money, homie, cash no, money, not homie. cash money. They, they got a kicker now. They got this new guy. His last name is Joseph, right? Yeah. He yeah. kicks two 50-yard field goals during the game. Now, he's good. He's a yeah. good kicker. Yeah. They get down, they get down. They, they, he's basically got a, a, an extra point. The extra point is 33 yards. This one is from 37. And I'm telling you, Barry, from the second it left his foot, it was off. Okay, but I got I got I got I got to say something. First of all, the Vikings are going to play the Seahawks at home. I think the Vikings got the next 5 months at home, which is good. But then but the Seahawks, I just wish the NFL would quit scheduling them because like again, the Seahawks they just crush them all the time. They just always beat them. But this is the thing. I got to say something about the Vikings cuz Zimmer, I still don't know what he's doing. I think this game, this last game, he was so scared that they were going to turn the ball over like they did game 1 in overtime when when um when Cook fumbled when they're driving to set up that field goal he got so paranoid and you can't do this as as a coach he got so nervous he let that clock run down he didn't run any more plays they probably maybe they could have picked up another 5 yards maybe that would have made a difference i know 37's not that much you know not not that big of a field goal for a professional but i could tell why he did that he was nervous again but listen, if they were, if he was kicking from 19 yards out, he would have missed. That ball was, that ball was wide right the second it left his foot. I don't and he know. kicked it like he was blindfolded. It was like, it was like someone put a blindfold on him and said, okay, look, you made two 50 yarders, a 52 yarder, and a 54 yarder. Now, this one you got to kick with a blindfold on. So they put a blindfold on him and they just put him back there and said, okay, kick it. it come on, buddy. So I just, I just lit a candle. I, I lit a candle. Get, for, listen, I'll tell all Viking fans, not what? just you. You guys got to get a new team. I, this, over this is this, this is for Sunday. I'm gonna. This candle's gonna stay lit from tonight till Sunday. It's the baby Jesus candle for the Minnesota Vikings to to hope. This is what I'm down to. I'm down to lighting novena candles for the Minnesota Vikings to hope that they win. I'm going to keep that. Yeah, well, you keep lighting a candle, but you need a better team. That's all I'm saying. I can't give up on them. It's not possible. They can't do it. Well, then listen, go kick for them. You you can kick. You're a soccer player. You can kick. Go kick for them. I probably could have made that. You would have made that kick. They could have put the blindfold on you, and you would have made it blindfolded. You know, I don't. So anyway, okay, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm scared again this Sunday. But 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 you know what? I, I can't. I can't worry about it. I, I just right. got to hope and pray. And you know, I, so I got the gardener out here, buddy. You got the landscaper. So I apologize. He's got the weed whacker what? and everything out what? there. Okay? What's he doing? I you know, he's a, he's a couple hours late today. Yeah, okay, but so remember, listen. Tommy. Remember in California, there's neighborhoods you can't even use those things anymore. Remember the noise? They, they yeah, cut it out. You can use them here. You can use it really. So listen, I got the Packers and the 49ers, which is the Sunday night game. Okay. Oh, I like that game, huh? All well, right. that's like that that game is like Seattle and Minnesota. The Packers and 49ers, they got a long history playing each mm-hmm. other. I love when those two teams play each other. The 49ers, they're tough, right? They're tough. They're a tough team. They get a lot of injuries too, but they beat you up, right? They no, they do. They beat you up. They they're and it's the interesting. Packers, the Packers aren't a tough team. The Packers are not tough. They're 
they, they kind of are, are wishy-washy like their quarterback. Like Aaron Rodgers is wishy-washy, right? You think sometimes you're watching Aaron Rodgers and you and he looks like he's going, you know what, I wish I was just hosting Jeopardy right now. I don't even want to be here, right? Like, Or I wish I was, was – he, he was hiking down the volcano in Hawaii, right? He, sometimes yeah. he plays like he wishes he was back on the volcano in Hawaii. Exactly. I the, hiked that volcano, buddy. I, I was on that same volcano as Rodgers. Yeah, you were? What? Did, yeah. did, did it? Did yeah. it? Did it? Ex- oh, you were in the helicopter thing. I did the helicopter oh, and I did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but so. Rogers, you're you're right about Rogers. He he he's high maintenance. Like I, I you know, he's a but great quarterback, but, but he's high team, maintenance. But doesn't the team kind of reflect his personality? Yes. They don't seem to be a very tough team. They beat. They seem to be kind of wishy washy. Sometimes you know, sometimes they'll play tough. They'll run the ball, and then other times you know you could just blow them off the field. Yeah. So, but the 49ers are kind of opposite. And you wouldn't oh, think yeah. that you know, the 49ers, they got that big offensive line. They're on their like fourth string running back. They lost Raheem Mostert. They lost uh Jeff uh something what they lost some Jeff Wilkins. They lost this guy Jeff Wilkins or Jeff Wilson. They lost Jeff Wilson. And um, you know, so now they're now they got this guy, Elijah Mitchell. He's a rookie. Elijah Mitchell. I, I don't even know where he's from, but he's good, right? He's good. So they got Elijah Mitchell. And and they just run the ball right down your throat. They're so, uh, where's that game? That San Fran to Green Bay. It's in uh, 49er land. Oh. So you know so, what? I think I think the Packers are gonna get beat. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think they're gonna get beat that game. But you know what else I found out today about Rodgers? This is the other thing that's so odd with me. When I hear these stories, I go, there's no way that story's true. They said today that he was talking about somebody interviewed him and asked him about his hair. And he said he's been growing it for a long time for a Halloween costume. I'm like, what? <laughs> just, just, can't you just get a wig? Can't you just get a wig for a Halloween costume? He's actually you know been what, growing hair. I saw what I'll say about that is What I'll say about that is this. You know, if you ask a stupid question in a post-game press conference, you yeah. deserve a stupid answer. So I, I don't blame him. You know, they ask him the most ridiculous questions, and he gives an equally ridiculous answer. Oh, so, you, oh, you know, so you're saying it's ridiculous. I actually thought, because nowadays nothing is is ridiculous, I actually thought he was telling the truth. <laughs> no, I, was, I, think, I think that, first of all, he's probably asking them, why are you even asking me about my hair? Like, who gives a f- rat's ass about my hair? Why are you asking about his hair? What? That's a good point. It's a why don't, um, question. Hey, you should uh, the the guy out there, the guy, uh, the the landscape guy out there. You should ask him if he needs like some agua. Well, it's it's his first day. My other guy quit. And why did he quit? Because he didn't give him any water. No, I mean, no, I don't give him water. He quit because he says that he couldn't uh, he couldn't keep his crew employed because they were making more money uh, collecting unemployment, so he couldn't keep his crew. Oh, so come over here with two or three guys. And you know, and so they were making more money sitting at home. Oh, so he said man. he had to he had to end the business. He was an Italian guy from uh, Philly. He's an Italian guy. And he had any quit. So you got a nothing. This guy first day. <laughs> yeah, it's his first day. You know how hard it was for me to get this guy here, man. Like you know, he, he, you know they're landscapers. He said, "Oh, I'll be there." Like he was supposed to be here last Thursday, and he didn't show. And I texted him. I said, "Hey, man, what, what's up?" And he said, "Oh, uh, next Thursday." I said, "You said the 16th, man. It's a hack. I got. <laughs> well, I got good, to be trimmed." As you know, the good thing about Vegas when you're a landscaper, things aren't going to grow crazy. Like you could just rocks in your front lawn if you wanted to. You know, you can well, you know yeah, and blow got, the I blow mean, the rocks around. I got big palm tree in the back. I got one of those big pineapple palms in the back. I got oh, I got stuff all around the. Everything. I know you sh- you, you got to re- trim. You gotta redo the landscaping there and go that minimal stuff and just do rocks. Uh, I, I got, everything I like, rocks. I like rocks the vegetation. Everywhere. I like the vegetation around here. Okay, I know. Listen. So that guy, but but give the guy, give the guy, give the guy. You got any Gatorade or anything in the fridge? Yeah, yeah, but I'm doing I'm doing the old men in sweat. I know, but if you but if you if, if you at least ask him, and if he refuses, then he's gonna like you, and then he's gonna keep showing up. I should offer him some hornitos. Just go go off camera quickly and just ask him. And if he refuses, right. at least, I All feel right, good. I feel good that you'll keep the damn guy. All right, buddy. I mean, come on. It's out there blowing the weeds around and coconuts. And, and, and I mean, he doesn't even want to be there. Or he are, that's why he was a week late. And you better pay him cash. He pay cash. No checks. Cash. Cash money on the barrel head. Let's go. All right, let's see what's going to happen here. 
So everybody, there's a pause in this program as Tommy T is going outside to talk to his landscaper who's weed whacking some rocks in Tommy's property in Las Vegas. And, and Tommy, I told Tommy to go out there and give the guy a Gatorade. So maybe the guy will come next week or whenever else he is supposed to come because this guy said he can't find any workers. So he's doing the whole job by himself. No, he didn't want the, he doesn't want the water. I got the packages. I got the, the Oh, Amazon, okay. The well, daily, the daily right, so you got, delivery. So you, so you got the mail. Okay. Well, that was yeah. good. So, so Tommy T, um, we went through these Sunday games. Now, I don't know if you prepared something, but I have a new segment, a weekly segment now that's called Tommy T's Take. And I wanted to know if you had any kind of insight on anything that you would like to do your take on. Yeah, I got it. Right. I got it. I prepared on what well, we did last week's game, which obviously we do it right before Thursday night football. So we previewed a little bit. Last week's Thursday night's game was uh, the New York Giants at the Washington football team. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was an excellent game. That game went down to the wire. Uh, Daniel Jones played a great game, a great game was the best game I've seen him play since he got in the NFL three years ago. And Taylor Heineke. Right. He 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 uh, filled in for uh, Fitzpatrick, mm -hmm. who's on his ninth team. Right. Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> on his ninth team. Yeah. And uh, and Heineke played a, an excellent game, too. The Giants lost. The Giants blew that game. And I'm going to tell you why the Giants. Got an interception. Brad, oh, first of all, Heineke basically moved the ball up and down the field on the Giants the whole night. The Giants' defense was pretty non-existent. They didn't put any pressure on Heineke. Their defensive backs played really soft. Uh, Patrick Graham, the Giants' uh, defensive coordinator, called a lousy game. And, and so they get down to the end, and they intercept the pass with like two minutes and 17 seconds to go in the game. Heineke turns the ball over. He's trying to run out the clock. He's got a he's got a, a one or two point lead. He's trying to run out the clock. He's in his own territory. He throws what what basically is a safe pass. He throws it to McLaurin, who's their best receiver. And Bradbury jumps the route, intercepts the pass, makes an excellent play. The Giants got the ball on like the 26 or 27 or something like that. With two minutes and change, but Washington has all three timeouts. And they got the two-minute warning. So they got four timeouts right so what do the giants do they run into the line one yard second down they run into the line another yard third down and eight they throw a pass incomplete okay so they kick a field goal they take the lead with two minutes to go washington still has a timeout mm -hmm. they get the ball with two minutes to go and a timeout yep so then of course of course everyone knows that washington's just going to move the ball down the field why because Joe Judge and Jason Garrett, who's calling the plays, and Joe Judge, who would, who later admitted that he wanted Garrett to run the ball. Joe Judge did something that we've seen a million coaches do over the years, and whether it's in basketball, whether it's football, we've always seen it. He played not to lose, right? The old line, he played not to lose. He didn't play to win that game. He played. He said, we got the ball. We're in field goal range. Let's just kick the field goal. We won't lose. That's not how you do it. You, you don't do it. On first down, you play action and you strike. On second down, you play action and you strike. You get another first down or another a second so first down. So conservative. Just so and, conservative. And he could have he essentially run out the clock even with Washington's timeouts. If he got one first down, he could have run out the clock and he could have kicked the winning field goal with four seconds to go. Now, the flip side of that is Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, the coach of the Baltimore Ravens, who never plays not to lose, buddy. He mm -mm. plays to win the game. You know, Herm Edwards, he's he, he's in Arizona State now. He's coaching Arizona State. He was the coach of the Jets. And, of yep. course, everyone remembers you play to win the game, right? Yep. That great line. Herm was never a great coach in the NFL. He coached two teams, the Chiefs and the Jets. But he had the great line. I'm telling you, you can see the difference. We're fans. We've been fans our yeah, whole life. Harbaugh, right? he, he, now, Harbaugh has a similar situation. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs um, are behind. Mm -hmm. And then he give the ball to Edwards Alaire, and Edwards Alaire fumbles, right? Yep. The Chiefs were driving for the winning kick. They're down yep. 36 to 35. That was a great game. The Chiefs had the game. Lamar Jackson made a couple of terrible mistakes early in the game, right? 
but they kept fighting. That Ravens team, they never give up. No. They fight you to the end. So they kept fighting. They were down 36 to 24, 35 to 24, whatever it was. They, they, they kept fighting, so they, they, they scored late and then went up 36 to 35. The Chiefs get the ball back. Right now, that was a situation where the Ravens just scored. They had to score a touchdown. They just scored. The yep. Chiefs get the ball back, so they start driving down the field with Mahomes. Which again, you knew Mahomes was going to do that. They take him down the field. Edwards Alaire fumbles. The, now the Ravens got the ball, so now they're on their own forty or whatever like that. They got fourth and goal. No, fourth and one. They got fourth, fourth and, and one. one. And what is so now? Conventional says punt it. Mm -hmm. You're going to give Mahomes another chance to drive yes. down the field. What does he do? He goes for it, gets he the first down yeah. on fourth and one. Yeah. There's Compl the difference. Yeah, one, it's a coach, huge. one coach played not to lose and yep. lost. The yep. other coach played to win, and he won. The NFL always comes down to that, buddy. It comes down to what coach makes the right calls in those moments it, it always does because the players are all great for the most part a lot of times the games come down to the coaching and you can tell a gutless chicken like a a, a coach that's going to be a bum and that's yeah. joe judge have you have you um talked to your dad since that game yeah oh my what god you, you must, you must have been, he must almost had a heart attack I called him the next day and, you know, and he said, that damn coach, he played, you know, I don't, he, my father couldn't, I can't stand that guy. You know, he, he, he played that. He didn't say, my father didn't say he played not to, he played not to lose. He didn't use that phrase, but he, he said that he played that all wrong. Yes. So conservative, and that's what happens. And you're right. Harbaugh did, didn't do that. He trusted Jackson. Jackson got the yard. And Riverboat Ron does that a lot, you know, and there's guys that do it. That's what I was saying before about the Vikings. I don't, Zimmer, I just don't see him like he's not a coach like that either. He's one of those conservative, stupid guys. And, and, and that's a good take because the Giants gave them the game. They gave it to him, and you could see it was going to happen. Well, and then, of course, what, what happened, what ends up, it, and it got even worse because Washington did move the ball in the field goal range, right? They absolutely moved in the field goal range, and then they missed the kick. He missed the kick, and what does the guy do? The guy who's standing two inches, the guy, the defensive tackle who's two inches away from the ball, he jumps off sides. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, another guy – if I was the Giants coach, I would have went up to that guy, Dexter Lawrence. I would have said, listen, Dexter, you played really hard. You played your heart out, but you got to take Uber home. You got to take a lit. You got to take an Uber home. We're not giving you a ride home. You got to get yourself home. That's what you get for jumping. Get yourself home. It, it, it's, it's, it is terrible. I felt bad for your dad. And I, 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 that was a good Tommy T take because, you know, it, it's a, it, it brings back, you know, your family involved. Because your dad, I was thinking about your dad that night, and I said, oh, my, I went to sleep. I go, oh, my God, I hope he's okay. Because he, he must have went nuts. He must have just been nuts about it. And it's just sad. And But but basically your point is coaches that that take chances, take risks, not to, and they don't play to lose, and then coaches that play to lose. Well, yeah, you, you know, and then you see some coaches that do go for it on fourth down, like the Cowboys coach, Mike McCarthy. You know, they go for it a lot on fourth down, but it's not its not the right – they don't do it at the right time either. They go for it on fourth down sometimes, like they're saying, hey, you know what, we're going to – we're going for this game. Man, like, like shut up. Like, yeah. like that's not – they had the ball – the Cowboys had the ball on the 40 – and they had like 30 or 40 seconds to go, and they never ran another play. The guy called a timeout with four seconds to go, and he made his kicker make a 56-yard field goal. The Cowboys yeah. won that game, but that coach screwed up. Yeah. Like, they bailed that guy out. Yeah, he, they, yeah. he, they, they should have run at least two or three more plays and got that ball within the, uh, within the 35. Or if, if, if you don't advance the ball, you still got a timeout. Just call it and kick it. He mm -hmm. that 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 kicker bailed the coach out this oh, game. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah. So let's so let's move on to um. <clears throat> oh my God, I'm like hacking here. Costanza Cash. Now, if, for you people that don't know Costanza Cash, for us, what happens here is we're going to give you our picks for this week, week two NFL, and you can either take our picks, old men and sweats, or you can go opposite, like George Costanza, and take the opposite of 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 our picks. 
So, Tommy, um, last week you were th- two and one or two zero oh, and one. Yeah, I, I pushed. I pushed on the uh, on the on the Rams. Yeah, so you were two zero yeah. oh, and one. I was yeah. six and two. I was. I had, six, you know, I had the Cowboys. You know, remember last week I told you that because the Cowboys were missing so many guys, that line was still only three and a half. I picked the You're Cowboys right. because that line should have been seven. You were I right. Felt like, I felt like that was a trap game, and it was a trap and game. It was. You dominated right. that game. Yeah. You were right. And I was six and two. I had Seattle um, and the o- and then the over, and I had the Buccaneers and the over. I had the Packers in the over, and I had the Chiefs in the over. And the only ones I lost on was the Chiefs in that last. They were minus three in that last uh, episode in the fourth quarter. And then Seattle blew a 24-9 lead at halftime, and they were minus six and lost in overtime. But the overs came in. But I did a, one of these um, those 18 parlays only for $25, and if I hit those other two games, the Chiefs covering in Seattle, that 18 parlay paid $9,387. Amazing, yeah. No, you did good last week, man. I know. Well, and I was should, right there. We should do one of those parlays every week. You know, the, 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 it's called the Break the Bank Parlay. Those are okay, great. Okay, you know, I'll do that. So what do you think for your uh, Costanza cash picks this week? What do you like? Okay, my, my surprise pick this week is going to be the Eagles are in Dallas on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I got a great read on the Cowboys. I usually do. And the Eagles and the Cowboys, I always have a good read on them. I'm picking that game under. It's 51 and a half points. Okay. Now, the Cowboys defense is, again, banged up, all banged up, right? But – the Cowboys' offense is not as prolific as you think it is. The Eagles have a better defense than you think. These teams are going to knock each other out. They're, they're going to play 17-17, something like that. So I got I got that game under. Under, okay. My surprise pick, my surprise pick of the day is going to be, I'm going to stick with what I said at the beginning of this. I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals plus seven in mm. Pittsburgh. They're playing okay. the Steelers at Pittsburgh. They okay. beat the Steelers the last time they played them. They beat them in Cincinnati last year when the dancing queen, that Juju Schuster Smith or whatever, he kept dancing on the logo, and they planted him in the ground like a seed. Like they they, they hit him so hard. The ball went one way, his head went the other way. Cincinnati, they're going to they're gonna go into Pittsburgh, and they're going to hammer Pittsburgh. I'm going to stick with my claim that Pittsburgh's not any good. Pittsburgh can't run the ball, and, and Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger has a torn pectoral muscle. He doesn't even have a pectoral muscle. I don't even know why he's that torn pectoral muscle. That's my second pick. He doesn't. He doesn't have one. Roethlisberger doesn't have one defined muscle in his body. I got. I'm not a. I, yeah, when I, you get I, that I old, it. yeah, when you get that old, your pecs are gone. It's over. Yeah, he's, oh. the guy is. He's never lifted a weight. He's never done that guy. And then the other, here's my other surprise pick. Washington's going into Buffalo. Washington's getting seven and a half points. Take the football team plus the points. I haven't been impressed with Buffalo. Buffalo lost to Pittsburgh opening yeah. game. They look terrible. Last week they beat Miami. They, they, they dominated Miami. But Washington's better than we think. They haven't played well yet. I like Washington over the Bills plus seven and a half. That's too many points. Okay. Uh, Washington's going to play them tough, and, and they're going to get after Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been shaky thus far. So so those are my three picks, Washington plus the points, the Bengals plus the points, and the Eagles-Cowboys under 51-and-a-half. There's your parlay. All right, so now so now I'm just going to go right to the big bank 18 parlay. I'm just okay. going to go right – I'll go right break to it. You know, I'm just going to – that's a big break, break the bank 18 parlay. So I'm going to take the cards – Minus the points against the Jags. I'm going to take the Ravens minus the points against the Lions. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus the points. I think they're minus against the Chargers. Yeah, minus and seven. I'm gonna, and I'm going to take this is my the one that's tricky, and I'm going to take it. And this might this is probably the one that's going to come back to bite me. I'm going to take the Rams plus a point and a half. I think they're plus a point and a half at home. And then on all those games, I'm taking the overs. The Cardinals, Jags over. The Ravens, Lions over. The Rams, Buccaneers over. And the Chiefs, Chargers over. 
That's eight bets, four totals, and four teams for an eight-team parlay. Costanza Cash. Costanza Cash. Cash money, baby. So, that, okay, that's, so that's fine. So you know how we pick these things? We are, are – you know, our record right now after two weeks is, is crazy. I was 4-0 and 2-0-1, 6-0. and Well, I'll, I'll take that as a loss. So 6-1. and All right. Right? And you were 6-2 and last week. You were 4-0. The week before, I was 6-0. and So you're 12-2. and 12-2. I'm 6-1. So we're, we're putting up phenomenal numbers, which only means that we're going to lose a lot in the coming weeks. Like, don't bet our teams. Don't put the house on our teams because we don't claim – to, to give you winners. This is how we see the games. And it all, always happens that we don't pick the same games usually. Like, we don't even set it up that way. We see different games. But we don't we don't see these games as, as like, you know, like I'm not, you know, I'm not betting the house in these games, you know. Like no, I, I, I bet $25 on that parlay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so what you're saying is week three may be the George Costanza week. Yeah, this may be the week where you bet opposite of us and you win everything. Yeah, might, I mean, I know, think take, that's good. Listen, so, if so you, you got any Steelers, if you take the Bills, and if you take the over on the Cowboys and Eagles, you probably got a winning parlay. That's exactly the opposite of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll recap those next week. So you do you have any final sweaty thoughts? No, I mean, I, I just hope you're you're doing okay, buddy. I, I'm I'm sorry that you you know yeah. that you got the headache and the and the chills and stuff like that, you know. And I uh, mean, you know, I was in, I did the uh, I did the hot yoga last night. I was in the hot yoga class, and the guy had one of those um, like I don't know those like accordion boxes where it was playing music, and he was making us do a bunch of ohms. You know, I haven't done ohms since oh, I was in those, LA in that, Venice. That old school thing. Yeah, he's got like some like some wooden box. It's like a musical instrument, and he opens it up, and it goes, and it makes this like accordion noise. And we do ohms, you know. So I was doing the ohm in the heated room, and I think sometimes I sweat out all the toxins with the with the hot yoga. Yeah, no, you know what? Good. I gotta I gotta get to that class with you because I think I really need it. My only final sweaty thought is I just wish I had more fiber right now. I just wish I had fi- more fiber. So, so, so that, so I'm going to close this up. That's it, sweaties. Remember to follow us on our social media, our pod platforms, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And remember, all you youngins out there, and all you old people like me that are sick right now, just remember and always remember this: we won't try harder next time. So don't even ask us. Yes, we're so sick and we're old. People of Las Vegas, stay sweaty. All right, Tom, I gotta go lay down. I gotta right, go get. I gotta go get horizontal. Good job, good work, buddy, and all the behind the scenes stuff too. Barry D, he takes care of all the technical thank stuff. You, T. I thank you, T. Thank you to thank you to the boot crew media guys, and we're thinking about you with the you know the we want. Hope the Superdome is okay. Hope that you guys are getting back to your normal lifestyle soon. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right, adios, everybody. Later. Take care. I'll see you, buddy. Can you hear me? I got a, uh, I got a new, I'm recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody! Yeah. Dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah.